We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to Grow Lincoln. This is Dave Albers and Robin Eshelman. Today, this segment is possible because of Nebraska Green Sorghum Board, Nebraska Prep Equipment, and our newest sponsor, Lower Platte South Natural Resource District. This is the week we release our 2022 restaurant report. And Dave, I had a challenge getting to restaurants this week. On Thursday at lunch, I was supposed to meet up with a friend of mine at Golden at um, Daffodil Restaurant for a birthday lunch. So I drove to what I thought or remembered Daffodil's location is or was at 57th and Old Cheney Road, only to find out they have moved like seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Only seven years ago. So I had to, you know, cross 56th Street and drive over to 55th and Old Cheney, which is where they actually are. I mean, I'd had their food truck. I just hadn't been in their restaurant before. Okay, so that was Thursday. On Friday morning, I was supposed to attend the East Lincoln Business Association Coffee Networking. So I got in my car without double checking my email and I drove to New Vibe Coffee Shop, which is near South 14th and Yankee Hill, only to realize that the networking event was at 14th and Highway 2 at Harbor Coffee House. So when we go through the list of restaurants that opened and I give you the address, it is up to you, the listeners, to beware and choose to believe or not any address that I may give you. Well, Robin, uh, I'm glad to hear things like that happen to you uh, after, what was it, about uh, 10 days ago or uh, when I was on the air on our Thursday morning segment and I, I couldn't, couldn't pronounce, pronounce anything. The, the name of a single restaurant. I was no. really having a difficult no, time. No, this is what happens when your week is a little too busy and you don't take time for yoga. We need to move forward here, Robin. Okay. Well, we have a special guest to help us announce our restaurant report. Lawrence DeVille, he's the restaurant chef at Elle's Kitchen. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. And your friend and partner, Roy Christensen, is one of the sponsors of our show for his hearing analytics. And he sent you on today to help us read the restaurant report. Um, And I want everyone to know what a fascinating backstory you have. You are from France. Yes, I am. Um, You left France, wrote a memoir, came to Lincoln, started the Normandy restaurant. Uh, That's quite a lot. So in like... Five minutes. Can you fill us in on your life story of getting from France to Elle's Kitchen? <laughs> sure. So I grew up in France uh, till I was 22 in La Vendée, west coast of France. Okay. It's butter and cream country. Butter and cream. <laughs> butter and cream, right? So um, I grew up with great food and I was very privileged growing up. We had a private chef. And so I learned by mimetism what the cuisine, the French cuisine was and what cooking was. And I kept that passion alive all my life till I came to America. And then I came to New York the first time I came to America. I came to New York. I was 22, didn't speak a word of English. And I met my wife in New York, and my wife is from Lincoln. And so then from New York, we moved to Paris. We got engaged in Paris. And what I tell everybody is between Lincoln, Paris, and New York, it's a very easy choice, which was Lincoln. 
<laughs> so we came here to uh, raise our family, and we've been married here for 17 years. And uh, as a, um, a French citizen, when I first came in, um, didn't speak English, no connection, no money, no college degree. The only thing I really knew how to do was cook. And I saw a business opportunity. And this is uh, America. So this was my American dream was to be one day my own business owner. So I uh, started the farmer's market in 2010, um, sold baked goods, French fondant, chocolat, petit four, you know, all those little pastries. And then little by little, I started a catering business where I would come to your house and cook for you. And then we opened our first location downtown. That didn't go so well. We closed it within six months, opened a second location on 17th and Vendon. And that one did very well for us. And so um, we were very successful with this. We sold it in 2018. And then uh, the Normandy moved out of the location. Right. And the location was still in my name. So I approached two of my good friends, Doug Evans and Roy Christensen. Prior to COVID, we had talked about doing something together. Then COVID arrived, so we put everything on hold. And then early 2022, we had this opportunity again on 17th and Vendon, where the Normandy used to be. And I thought, let's give it a try again. Let's give it a go. But this time, I wanted to do a fusion between American cuisine and French cuisine. Oh. So American comfort food with a French twist. Essentially, what I tell people is everything you eat with more butter and more cream. <laughs> <laughs> How can you go wrong with that? Right? Yeah. How do you go wrong with, with more butter and more cream? Your English is is excellent. I'm in awe. I've tried to study French. So I've been to Paris for a few days and been to Quebec for a few days. I, my, I, I struggled and struggled with French, so good for you. Well, thank you. I still struggle, believe me. There are a few words that are still very challenging oh, I, it, it, English is a horrible language for someone to have to learn. It's a tough well, one. Well, we'd like to have you help us read off this list of new restaurants since yours was sure one thing, of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Well, I'll do a few and you do a you will give we we will give the locations and yes uh listeners these are verified locations um motor food open they were food truck and they moved to 621 48th near 48th and vine Wahlburgers opened up in the high v on north 27th plans to open more of those this year and l's kitchen 2785 south 17th 17th and van Dorn. congratulations thank lawrence you, thank you so then we have Raina's on the run. It's 1120 North Cotner. We have Wendy's 6841 South 27. And Firehouse Subs 5308 South 56th Street. That, and that's a kind of by Edgewood. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, by Edgewood. Know. Yeah. Taco Bell opened on Willowbrook Lane, kind of near, I would say about 68th and Highway 2, if I was going to... Uh, it probably is more like about 72nd in or, Okay, it's between 74th. 70th and 84th. Yeah. Okay, yeah. closer to 70th and Highway 2. Um, Mrs. Chen 56, that's an Asian restaurant. That opened in Al the Alamo at 5601 South 56. Franco's Fresh Mexican, um, they didn't have a long shelf life. They opened up at... University Place Shopping Center up on North 48th and Layton, but I think closed at the end of the year. Yep. Okay, then we have Dak Shack, 4630 Layton, and we have Lincoln's Pub, 4630 Layton. So 
right next to each other. Yeah, all three were. And then cumbias at the Gateway Mall. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an Asian concept, if I remember right, and I think it's local. Mm-hmm. Um, Abeladaros is a regional chain, and they opened up near the airport on Northwest 12th Street. Pho and Grill opened at 84th and Van Dorn, and Vic's Pizza, they are a local restaurant, opened at 84th and Glen Oaks, which is kind of in between... Old Cheney and... Highway 2. Highway. Or Nebraska Parkway. Gotta make sure we can say oh, it properly. Boy. Yeah. And then we have Saber Latino, 2701 North 48. Uh, Peter and Nan, 40, uh, 14th and O. And then Vernon Ellie's. I didn't put a location for you there. That is That opened out at Speedway Park, which is out where... How do you describe to people where Speedway Park is, Dave? Like West Van Dorn? It, it's on West Van Dorn, and for most people, it's not too far from the viaduct that goes over the – it's between the viaduct that goes over Highway 77 and the – and between 9th Street and 10th Street. 9th Street in there, Right. And then, Robin, I think we have some stuff. And then Helia at 15th and Pine Lake. And I'll let, um, I'll let Lawrence give a few more here. Yeah, Lil May's Southern Kitchen. Love that place. Give it a try. It's on South Street. It's 2110 Winthrop Road. I agree with him about that, by the way. You went to Lila May's? I did. It's just such a quaint place. Uh, and I hope they do well. Then we have Malloy's Downtown Lincoln, 1451 O Street. And then Oishi Japanese Steakhouse, uh, twenty nine forty nine on North Twenty Ninth Street. Yeah, that's up by, or maybe I wonder if I got that address right. That's up on Twenty Seventh and Cornusker Highway is where yeah. Oishi is located. Um, Little Caesars Pizza is out in Air Park next to the grocery store at Northwest Forty Eighth and Huntington. Chef Shawarma Restaurant, and that has been a popular Mediterranean restaurant. It just opened not too far from Broadcast House. It's at 831 North 48th, so it's near 48th and Vine. And then we have Masa Sushi, sorry, 1701 Pine Lake. Yes, that that opened at 1701 Pine Lake. And so you've tried some of these, haven't you, Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, Domino's Pizza, never have enough Domino's. 2801 Pine Lake, and then Cadoba on 29th and Yankee Hill. Great little place as well. B&T's Diner, 4700 Vine Street, Laziz Pizza, 838 North 27th, and Chipotle at 27th and Superior. We've got Panera on North 27th and Superior, uh, Well and Good on the uh, Innovation Campus, and then probably my favorite one of this year is the Metal Grill. Right by Edgewood, so they took the space of the Parthenon. Give it a try. That's it's right. just an awesome place. Yes, and I've heard good things. Um, Fleetwood is a brand new restaurant, full service restaurant that opened at 8010. Las Gonzales opened at 2310 North First Street. So that'd be first and Cornhusker. And then we've got Taj Alley on uh, 15th and Pine Lake, 15, 1501 Pine Lake. And then another little high hop, IHOP. See, this is where the French accent gets in the way. <laughs> I, put, I put H's when there is none. So IHOP on 29th in Pine Lake. 
Well, there you go. I, we're out of time for this segment, but Lawrence, great story. Um, loved hearing about how you came to America and didn't know a word of English, but did this. Elle's Kitchen at uh, on Van Dorn and 17th Street. Check it out. When we come back, um, the largest law firm now in Lincoln, we're going to have them in for an interview, and you'll find out who that is. We'll be right back. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Have you tried doing your own podcast? Is it too time-consuming? Partner with us at Grow Lincoln. We'll help you out. Between our two shows, we have a built-in audience of thousands of people and can push them out for you. Message us on Facebook or Twitter for more information. And this segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance, University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business. Our audience probably doesn't know this, but Grow Lincoln has, as one of its sponsors, one of the oldest businesses in Lincoln. Baylor Evnan Law Firm was founded in 1896. They have always been, as far as I know, in downtown Lincoln. They were in the Sharp Building for many years. Now they are in... Okay, so this is the former Wells Fargo. It's the I still new call, I still Union call it the Bank, NBC Center. the IMPay building at 13th and O. And they announced a merger this week, which makes them the largest law firm fully located in Lincoln. Welcome to the show, Jared Kraus and Tiffany Murray. How are you today? Good. Thank Very you. well. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Which law firm did you merge with, and how long have they been around? The firm we merged with uh, is Wolf Snowden. Uh, their uh, foundation was in 1977. Okay. have been around 46 years. Okay. Um, and how long? Oh, you said 1946. So you've yeah. got decades and decades between the two of you. For, yeah. 40, I was going to say, by most people's standards, 46 years is a long time, not compared to Baylor Evnick. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. 1896 years, so you're the old guy compared to them. <laughs> right. Describe the lines of work that together now you will be able to do. Um, our practices were very complimentary, uh, but with the merger, we are uh, well suited to uh, offer client services in both business and estate planning, uh, labor and employment law, uh, litigation and real estate uh, development and transactions. Is it a coincidence that your firms were in the same building? Um, was that a factor in the merger at all? It certainly didn't hurt. Uh, I, coincidence is an interesting word, but it's it's almost serendipitous in some ways. I think you have a lot of really good people that do good work and trust one another, and um, the timing felt right. And and you know, good people, good service, and we can continue to serve our clients together. Well, and that interests us because as commercial agents, what we hear all the time is location, 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 mm-hmm. and. You know, in this age of everybody getting on the internet to find whatever service that they need, it's it's always, I think, instructive to point out that where you're located and who is next to you can be a means of increasing and growing your business. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say one thing, and it's not on script or anything. I tell this to my clients all the time. People I notice who ever get in legal trouble don't use attorneys. So use attorneys, people, when you're doing <laughs> transactions. I, I sound like I'm doing a, a promo for you, but I mean it, and I say this uh, constantly. Now, having said that, how many employees will you have now that you guys merged? We will have 90 folks uh, in our building. Uh, so 
35 of those are attorneys, uh, 55 are non-attorney support staff. Um, got a great group of people there. Mm-hmm. Are you Lincoln only or do you have offices in other cities? Yeah, currently Lincoln only. So yeah. you focus on Lincoln. Were there other reasons for the merger other than the timing was good? I mean, was, were there retirements going on or just other factors in, that made you, you guys think about doing this? Absolutely. Um, I think uh, from the Wolf Snowden side, they had a few folks who had recently transitioned to uh, what we call a council, uh, which is a little less than a full-time gig, or at least in theory. Um, we'd had some transitions uh, at Baylor Evnen that uh, had us looking for new opportunities. Uh, and so the, the timing was correct for both of us. So give us the name of the new merged entity. Yeah, Baylor Evnen Wolf and Tannehill. Okay. All right. Yeah, that is different. And that's always such a big thing to have to change everything from the business cards and the letterhead to the online to the signage on your building. It's a, it's a lot of work, isn't it, <laughs> to is. change it the is. name of a company? Well, we want to offer you congratulations on being one of the oldest firms in Lincoln and now one of the largest um, Lincoln-focused and with 90 employees. That's really great. Thank you very much, and thanks for the opportunity to to be here. Well, and we will be talking to you hopefully in the future about your different lines of uh, business. Yeah, uh, we would love to have some of your newly merged employees come on and share a little bit about the legal work that they do. Coming up next, Roger Frank will be in to tell us about some new um, some some new legislation that Congress just passed just a few days ago about our retirement accounts, which we all need to know. So we'll be right back. Everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Get hooked on us at Grow Lincoln, that is, with your earbuds. Our podcast is on the KLIN website, and we're here to make business relevant and even fun to learn about. This segment is possible today because of Christensen Hearing Analytics, Lincoln Airport Authority, and Charter Title. In the last days of 2022, Congress passed a new set of retirement rules designed to make it easier to contribute to retirement plans and access those funds earmarked for retirement. The law is called Secure 2.0, and with us is Roger Frank to explain it. How you doing, Roger? I'm doing great. How about you two? We're doing well. Yes. Well, fill us in on this. You know, this was a, a big uh, legislature uh, that was at the very end of the year. There's a lot to it, but uh, unfortunately today we're not going to be able to get through everything that's in that new law. But it is pretty significant. Well, Roger, you know, one of the things they're talking about is, you know, RMD. And, and most people don't know what we're talking about when you, we say that. Could you explain that to us? Yeah, because of this Secure 2.0, the RMD, as you mentioned, it's called Required Minimum Distribution. It's for folks that um, are typically 72 years and older. However, there was a change with this law. Uh, It changed your first distribution. Uh, So, for instance, if you're 72 this year, you would normally have had to take out a distribution out of your retirement accounts. However, this you have to, you that, had to. There was no choice, right? The, well, the, up until this year, there was no choice. But this particular year, they changed the age to age seventy-three, 
So that's pretty significant for folks that's turning 72 this year, so they have another year that they can wait before they're uh, required to take money out of their, their retirement accounts. And another change with this is in 2033, the required minimum distribution age will go up to 75, and that's from 73 to 75, so 10 years from now. So that's uh, actually really good for savers that don't uh, does not want to take those dollars out of their retirement accounts and really don't need it. Another thing that was with this change in 23 was if you missed taking the required minimum distribution for some reason, there used to be a 50% penalty. That penalty has now dropped to 25%. And if you go and, and try and fix that mistake promptly, uh, they're willing to drop that penalty down to 10%. So that's a big change as well. Is it true that there's also less penalties for dipping into the retirement funds early? Yeah, this is kind of an interesting thing. So the the law is allowing participants starting in 24 to take money out of their retirement funds for, for an emergency fund. So an employee can get up to $1,000 from a retirement account for personal or family emergencies. Other emergency provisions exist for terminal illness and survivors of domestic abuse and so forth. But getting access to $1,000 for a dire need or a family emergency is, is pretty important. So what if uh, you have income that really varies from year to year? Are they making mm-hmm. it easier for you to set aside more money when yeah. you do happen to have one of these good years? Yeah, so the, the catch-up contributions that we've discussed before is, is um, you know, changing. They've talked about this for a while, and they've never added it to a bill until now. Hmm. And what's changing it is uh, typically if you're 50 years and older, you were able to add an extra $7,500 to your normal retirement plan contributions, uh, if that's a 401k as an example. Uh, in this particular case, once you turn age 60 through age 63, they will now allow you to do an additional 10000 uh annually to the workplace retirement plans. So as you continue to get older and if you weren't able to save in, say, your 20s and 30s uh, as much, this gives you the opportunity to put more money away. And then in 2025? Uh, yes. So another thing uh, changing in automatic enrollment, and again, this is we've we've talked about this as well. Um, the Act requires employers to enroll employees in the workplace plans automatically. However, employees can choose to opt out of that if they uh, decide not to con- contribute to their retirement plans through work. So. Beginning in 2025, if the employer does not have a plan, are employers going to be forced to offer them? No, the plan didn't specifically say that. What they're saying is if they have a 401k, uh, they are now required to automatically enroll those new employees into the retirement plan. But that's if they have one. Okay. Yeah, if they have one. Uh, Student loan matching. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so this is a, a unique, this is brand new, uh, you know, and I've got to learn more about it as well. But in 2024, companies that do have retirement plans can match employees' student loan payments with retirement contributions. Uh, the rule change offers workers an extra incentive to save for retirement while paying off those student loans. 
maybe they are not able to uh, contribute to a retirement plan because they are paying off those student loans. This gives them the ability to have employers match those contributions. So I think I thought that was pretty unique. Yeah. If an employer wants to make a contribution to employee retirement accounts, why would it matter that the, an employee happened to have a student loan? Well, this would be just matching contributions, from my understanding. So your your typical uh, company match, uh, for instance, if you put in 3% of your money, uh, the employee, or I'm sorry, the employer uh, could contribute up to 3% as well as a company match. Gotcha. So my understanding is, is that if you're paying off student loans, this would be in addition to that. So what they're saying is you couldn't do it unless it was a match? And now they're they're dropping the match requirement. Is that what you mean? No, the student. From my understanding, is is if you have student loans that you're paying back, there would be an additional match above and beyond the, the traditional match that 401ks or retirement plans have. Uh, qualified charitable donations. Why don't you talk to us briefly about that? Yeah, so they made a change there. So your uh, qualified charitable donations, or QCD for short, uh, will now be adjusted for inflation. Um, so that's actually pretty good as well. well I don't get that. If I make a charitable donation to a church or a cause, what what is going to be adjusted? Who's going to adjust it? What are you talking about? Well, if your if your donation is saying what's coming out of a required minimum distribution distribution retirement account that could potentially be in uh, adjusted for inflation if your uh, max contributions for a charitable donation uh, those max contributions could go up based on inflation as well I think those will the more rules and the specifics of that particular rule will come out as we go through this year and start visiting with our tax preparers yeah Roger like always Everything's always changing, and you have to stay up on uh, on these changes, don't you? Yes, and I would encourage any of these changes that we discussed today, visit with your tax preparer to make sure that how does it fit into your situation so that way you can take advantage of it if, if it's a good fit. And that's probably the best advice of the day. Great. <laughs> Thanks a lot for that, Thanks, Roger. Roger. You're welcome. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthel Fisher & Company Financial Services, BFS, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning, Inc. are independent entities. We'll be right back. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Message us on Facebook or Twitter about businesses opening, closing, or relocating that you know about. Provide us with an approximate address, maybe even a picture or whatever it is you know, and we will check it out. This segment is possible today because of John Henry's Plumbing, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, Baylor, Evnen, Wolf, and Tannehill Law Firm, the newly merged uh, law firm. Just announced this week. Yeah. And speaking of John Henry's plumbing. I know. Got him right here. 
I even get, I even had to point at him when I said that. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Wes. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for coming today. We wanted to talk to you today about cleaning up after a major home remodeling project or um, any other thing which might result in a lot of dirty air in your house. Because you guys have a, I don't know if it's a brand new concept, but kind of a newer service that you have been offering. Tell us about that. Uh, yes, we we offer duct cleaning. Um uh, dryer vent cleaning. Uh, the duck cleaning, and this is not D U C K for the pet duck that you have out. Yeah, of the, no, no, this no, is no. D U C T the exactly <laughs> your so, vents in your house. Exactly. So yeah, we actually have a couple of crews that go out and uh, do duck cleanings in people's homes, businesses, stuff like that. Yes. Oh, businesses too. Yeah, we have done those as well. Um, home remodeling aside, how often should should people? Well, okay. Let let me back up before I ask that. For people that have heard of it, but they don't know exactly what duct cleaning is, describe yeah. the big machine out in yeah. the driveway. And, oh, it's, uh, kind the of, process it's kind of exciting. Is, it is. It's the process is uh, we actually have uh, we have a two man team that goes in, but we actually take our machines downstairs into the basement, and then we hook up to the supply in the return, and then we go and uh, tape off all the vents returns in your home, and then we go through each vent with uh, air hoses and everything like that to push everything down to the returns and then do the returns and the supplies downstairs. So we're able to get a lot more suction pressure in the basement and with HEPA filters and just get your ductwork clean so you're not breathing what's in there. If it's a commercial building, they may not necessarily have a basement, so we just do it on the we first just floor. Base, yep, basically we just find there's got to be a vent somewhere or a, or a system that we can tie into and... And get everything out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think maybe to Robin's question, you know, outside of home uh, remodeling, how often should people think about Um, doing this? I would say, I mean, it just, I, we always say five to seven years, but anytime that we're in the home doing a service form or maintenance, we're always looking at the ductwork and the filters and stuff like that. And then we can either say they're going to be okay right now, or we can give them options to do it sooner or later. I had we had a home remodeling one time and see I think they were taking up carpet and putting down new flooring and whoever was doing it took a broom and just swept everything down into our ducks. Oh that was rather nice. than carrying it out to the trash can. Exactly. And <laughs> it's it's all I mean, even after you build a home, it's it's always good to do ducks duck cleaning because it just gets stuff out There's of your ductwork. So much. The rock dust, if that gets into mm-hmm. your into your motor or into your A-coil, stuff like that. It just it, it causes a lot of issues. And vaporizers and humidifiers yep. just don't do the job when nope. it's like that. And then families with allergies, too. Do you run into people? Oh, we do. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, there's other ish, other things that we can add to a duct cleaning for those. But a lot of people with allergies, just because you're, as people start getting older, um, they, you know, the breathing issues are the, some of the things as people get older, that's... They notice it more. They do. Yeah. So it's always to get the best air quality possible. So why don't you tell us what were some of the strangest things you found in ductwork while cleaning? Can you publicly say? Well, you know, <laughs> something, something that isn't, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean I've, heard, I mean, they, I've seen a lot of stuff that they pulled out of there, but I mean, they've pulled out uh, bats... Oh. From the, you know inside the oh. home, I mean, they pulled out money and and I, there's a lot of other things that they've pulled out that probably shouldn't talk about. But yeah, <laughs> the, you never know what's in the ductwork. I mean, they pull. I mean, 
pieces of wood, all that stuff that's con- that people might have put in there, things like that. Right. Balls. Now, now, this is probably pretty hard, especially considering that you do commercial buildings. I mean, wild idea. What does it cost to do something like this? So uh, most homes in town, we have a two-man crew that go in and do them. They take oh, four to five hours. It's typically eight seventy-five to do a whole home. Um, if they do have multiple systems there, then we give them a discount for each system. But I mean, most standard homes, my home, it's eight seventy-five okay. for two guys, and like I said, they typically take four to five hours to do. Yeah. Got got it. Uh, well, thanks a lot, Wes from John Henry's Plumbing. If if you are going through, especially in the winter, and you can't open the windows and air the house out while you're doing one of these home remodels, this is definitely something to think about, especially if you have people with allergies, older people in your home. Yeah, exactly. Coming up next, businesses opening, closing, and moving around. We'll be right back. This city is my city, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here. I got it made here. And if I have my way, I'm going to stay. Ever be It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Message us on Facebook or Twitter about businesses opening, closing, or relocating that you know about, and we will be happy to announce it in segments like this, our last segment, where we announce businesses opening, closing, and moving around. Yes, and this segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln and Sarder Heyman Jewelers. Up north of Fallbrook Development, so this is even like pushing the boundaries of the city limits of Lincoln up into Canada. A unique uh, concept. <laughs> Driftwood drive through Vet Clinic has opened at First and McKelvey Road. Um, and this was submitted, a photo submitted by alert fan Kylie Ward. You can park in front of garage doors to get your help for boarding and grooming. You can check in curbside and they opened this past fall. Wow, that's interesting. And then, Robin, uh, we got another question from Joan. Isn't that right? Joan Koonsman wanted to know what is going on next to certified transmission at 18th and Cornhusker Highway. Hampton Enterprises is building a building there called Revolution Wraps. And they what they do is they put wraps on vehicles You'll for, see them all for over advertising. Town. They're, see they're them pretty big in town. Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, uh, always something uh, moving around town uh, with with a revolution wrap on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I look and see almost... Man, the majority of them that I see, you'll see their Revolution Wrap uh, logo at the bottom of it. Hmm. Very interesting. Robin, let's go west. And we had another question. Joe Bierman said he was curious as to what is being built by U-Stop across from the casino. Also, what is going on between the church and the ball field on South Folsom? Well, Robin... You know, why don't you talk about the first one and I'll talk about the second. Southwood Village Apartments of Omaha is building new units near the casino. Right. And in the other area between the ball field and the church, there are also going to be uh, apartments and houses. And uh, some of that is going to be low income. Oh, okay. And low and moderate income, I should say. Very good. Yeah. Um. 
I think we're going to jump. Jump over to the Haymarket. And yeah, let's Downtown go down. and Telegraph yeah. District areas, and there's some news out there. Uh, Hotworks, uh, Jim, uh, has opened in the Haymarket. Uh, they're a 24-7 infrared sauna workout, 15 to 30 minutes. Uh, you know, I guess this apparently is, you need to perspire even more. This is the no excuses. You can do this in 15 minute right. approach to exercising. Um, update on Open Harvest Grocery Store. You, we probably heard a while back that they plan to open and they're currently located at 17th and South Street. Yep. And they are going to be relocating to the Telegraph District in fall of 2023 in the mill in the mill building that as you remember was a very interesting crowdsourced funds project they they had preferred shares from members to make this work um they got money from lincoln communication and u.s department of ag they're planning to offer beer and wine at the new location which they couldn't do at south street because they were too close oh, to too residential close to, homes yeah yeah that's that's interesting uh I, I really was surprised at how they went about raising their funds. It was just a different concept. A different they, way to do it. Yeah. I mean, there are funds for grocery stores in areas that don't have grocery stores. You can get government funds and grants for that. Um, and it's taking a long time for that to be built. Yeah. it's yeah. Everything is so slow still. I mean, we... Like, when are we ever going to be done with this? It, the supply chain, it's just so old. Yeah. Well, Robin, we have a place in uh, kind of the Midtown area, as we call it. Why don't you talk about that, a new pop-up store? Pop-up store at 630 North Cottoner near Gateway Paisley Lynn Boutique Home Decor. Yeah. And uh, we're going to jump uh, to the south side of town now at South Point Mall and you're probably more familiar with the first two here than I am. Amazing Lash, M. Vince Nail Spa, Nail Spa, Alumni Hall, and those are, those three are the newest tenants at South Point Mall. Lululemon is coming soon, and then there's a couple of food places that are coming: a breakfast place, and I think a a I want to say a Thai or an Asian concept that are coming to South Point Mall soon. So keep your eye on that. And at twenty seven fifty five Jamie Lane, which isn't too far from uh, South Point, it's uh, just to the south. That's by Walmart, right? Across from the Walmart, yes. That, yeah. That's a, a Jamie Lane Road. And Suite 2, I uh, saw a building permit that came up for Kung Fu Tea, a new restaurant, $14,000 uh, building permit. So more more tea options, apparently. Well, good. I'm a tea person. Well, we probably need to wrap it up. That's all for Grow Lincoln this week. Thanks a lot. And send us photos of businesses opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm.